Yes, we are live on the Red Pill News. And you know what? The whole system is is defunct. It's got problems. Problems on top of problems. And I'll tell you something. This is a Democrat plan. This is what they planned. This is what they wanted. They, they love this stuff. The Republicans love it, too, because then they can point fingers and get, they get to fight with each other, raise more money, pull more money in, pull that money into the machine, throw it right into the furnace so the machine can roll on. But who does the machine roll over? Me and you. Just to regular old people, the ones paying the big bucks at the pumps, the ones paying the big bucks in the stores for any kind of food or merchandise. The poor people are poorer, the middle class are poor. And then what are they doing? They just they don't even have a solution or a plan. You know why? Because this is what they want. This is what the plan was. This is what the Democrats' plan was to reduce you to nothing, to reduce you to ashes, to make it so you are suffering. So then when they throw you a bone, you're appreciative of that bone and you'll fight your neighbor for it. That's exactly what's going on. And anybody who thinks anything different doesn't pay attention. Oh, baby formula shortage. Guess what? Right here in the Red Pill News, three, four months ago, we reported that. We talked about it. We talked about the drug dealers stealing. It. We talked about the druggies uh, who are addicted stealing it because it's easy cash on the streets. The drug dealers steal it so they can make meth and they can cut the heroin with it. And we talked about the trains in LA getting robbed on, right on the tracks and uh, all those all, all those canisters of baby formulas quick on the street. They know how they can sell it fast. No surprises. There's no surprises. You know, the, the fact that this government doesn't pay attention to things, you know what they pay attention to is their fundraisers. It's about them making money. They don't care how you're living. So I hope people remember. But you know something? People are stupid. People are stupid for believing them the whole time when they were going after Trump, saying all the things that they said and every little bullcrap thing. They blame that guy for everything. Meanwhile, he has more accomplishments than, the, you know, the last 10 of their presidents. Yeah? Come on, man. And I'm no Trump president. I don't even like Trump. I can't even stand the guy. I don't even want to hear him. You know, look what he did in, in D.C., you know, I mean, he whipped those people into a frenzy. I watched them do it. You can't deny it. Go after Mike Pence. Mike Pence had to go into hiding, man, for months. They kept him in the Hooters in Chicago. The people think they never find him there. <laughs> He's living on Hooter uh, chicken wings and fries for all those months in hiding. Witness protection program. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they got to put you where nobody would look for you. So I'll tell you, it's, uh, you have to laugh though, because we all knew it was going to happen. It wasn't, there's nothing new under the sun. This isn't new. There's nothing, nothing new. That's the basis of red pill news that we understand the truth of it. We understand the truth. We, we're not lying to ourselves and lying to each other and saying, oh, things are great and this, that, and whatever. Things aren't great. Economically, things are terrible. Ooh, you know what? I just watched the story on all the COVID money that went to all these schools. Billions, billions and billions of dollars that are unused. They didn't use the money. We need to take that money back back and subsidize american truck drivers and their diesel you know subsidize the goddamn truck drivers because they help us that's how we get our stuff 
you know? But man, they're not going to do that because that would be helping people. This, this, the government doesn't want to do that. You know what I mean? Not the federal government. They're not interested in doing that. They're interested in taking what they can from you, right? Not helping people at all. You know, imagine what, if they were in charge when COVID broke out. You wouldn't have even had a vaccine in any timely fashion because they'd be busy fighting over everything and being more corrupt and who can steal what and when. You know, I can't even tell you how many doses of vaccine supposedly expired and at 35 bucks a dose. And that's we paid for it. So there's billions again, billions with a B. So why aren't we subsidizing the truck drivers? Why aren't we helping people out in that way? You know, uh, just leaving things the way they are and just, just, you got to tighten your belt. Easy for you to say getting in your limousine, going to your mansion, easy for you to say. But for the people out there who are living, they're having mental breakdowns. They're going out. They're flipping out. They're killing people. They're doing all kinds of terrible stuff, man, killing each other, right? Wigging out. The people, the mental midgets are the ones flipping out first. You're seeing it. You're seeing mass shootings and all that. People who are crazy. Crazy. Their families knew they were crazy. Their schools knew they were crazy. The police knew they were crazy. But they were allowed to be crazy. Crazy in the street. You know? So, <laughs> I, you know, I, I, you know, I worked in New York City at one time. I used to go in there and review all kinds of shows for Good Times Magazine. I was an entertainment writer. There's not one time I went into the city that I didn't see somebody crazy. Just, <laughs> you, you just see them. It's just the way it is. Now it's worse. That was a million years ago. You know, now it's worse. Now it's worse. So, yeah, there is no, no security like insecurity. Eh? You have to just look out for yourself and your family and protect yourself. And don't be afraid to protect yourself because uh, there are people out there that would surely do you harm and they could care less about you, your safety, your anything, uh, especially, you know, I mean, you see it every day. I mean, all you got to do is go get into the real news, not, not even this cable news crap, Paula. I'm talking about the real world and, and read those headlines. This is people having these breakdowns. There's people suffering mentally. There's people suffering with all kinds of depression and worse. Where's the help for them? Oh, no, programs are getting cut. Some programs are being expanded. Right, they have a whole new water testing department type of thing that they're putting billions of bucks into. Uh, uh, you know, I think it's the University of Alabama. They're they're funneling the money down to, so they're going to use this money to go and, and check water quality all over the United States of America, and it's supposed to help people. You know what? It's just another thing. It's another thing. It's not going to help people. It's not going to do anything for people. It's just another thing. People's main problem. There's people. You know that, right? I was uh, reading a story from Arizona. You know, the whole Southwest is running out of water. It's, it's, it's the desert. You know what I mean? It happens. It goes in cycles. But yeah, whole Southwest running out of water. And there's a, a town in Arizona. They all, It's a well town. They all have a well. You know, they draw off a well. And they would normally have plenty of water, but their wells ha are, have, some have run dry. Some are running dry. They're, their city wells running dry. Do you know why? because of the leakage in the pipes that they never fixed. And then they admit, well, when the pipes went in, they weren't so good and blah, 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 blah. But all these years, they never did anything about it. 
you know, and then now it's a crisis. Now they're saying, what are we going to do? This is not good representation, not on any level. And there are people that need to question their infrastructure. You can't just wait for it to collapse one day and expect, you know, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Oh, go ask Mumbly Joe. You know, 80-year-old Joe Biden, the old fumbly old man, you know, he doesn't even know where the hell he is half the time. I don't think he knows where he is most of the time, you know. The the guy you see on, on TV, and when they put him out there, they pump him up for all kinds of stimulants just to get him going. And then uh, I'm sure he goes backstage again and collapses. This guy, uh, uh, it, he's no leader. He's no leader. And you got Trump making noise that he's going to run again. People, you know, that whole thing that happened in January, the Democrats are going to beat that drum as hard as they can, uh, even though it was they themselves who were part of that whole insurrection, weren't they? They let it happen. They wanted it to happen. They wanted those people to run in there so they could say, look, it's the MAGA people. Look, right? Democrats don't call their own party out. What about all those uh, police stations that, that got burned down over that summer and, and the, the riots that happened in all those cities? You know, things stolen, uh, stores burned down, people, you know, shot, beaten, raped, and all kinds of stuff in these so-called protests. What about that? So in, in the Democrats' world, and Republicans too, doesn't matter what your politics are personally it doesn't matter how messed up you are it doesn't matter whatever as, as long as you are on their side so elon musk was a, a democrat for a long time right look what they've been doing they've been pounding him over this twitter deal pounding as hard as they can over this twitter deal because they're afraid of people having their free speech they don't want it. social media wants to control what you say you know, so I'm here to tell you that social media doesn't give you your rights. In the United States of America, we have the Bill of Rights. That gives us our rights. You know, not not a, a Zuckerberg, not a social media, nothing like that, you know. So Elon Musk wants to do the right thing and give people a level platform to discuss what they want to discuss, right? And then they've made him into this huge villain. Now he says he's going to vote Republican. He's, he's uh, adamant against it. They tapped his roots in South Africa, saying he's racist. That 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 idiot uh, Joy Reid did that, you know. Meanwhile, she's the same person that went out and said terrible things about homosexuals. Oh, because she's a black woman on TV, that's okay. It gives her a pass to say things about homosexuals, terrible things, and mock their lifestyle the way they are. Say how disgusting it is on TV. She did this. That's okay, though, right? No, they're going to cancel Dave Chappelle. You know why? Because because he's a male. He's a male. And that's that's that that's the difference today. That they let certain people go, you know, scot free when when they say these ter- and do these terrible things. So in my day, we had tough skin, you know, and and whatever you were, if you were, had Italian background or Irish or Jewish or whatever the heck you are. People would tease each other all the time, nonstop. But it wasn't done with anger. It wasn't done with hate. It wasn't done with any of that stuff. You know, what I see in, in, in this, this liberal media is a lot of hate. And you can't deny that, you know. And the conservative media, there's not much of it, is there? You got Fox. Those people are a bunch of buffoons. A bunch of buffoons! Have you ever watched it? It's like a freaking clown show, man. It is a circus. Look at the dude with the big wrestling belt. You gonna take advice from that guy? You know what? Named Tyrus, Tyrus the wrestler. You gonna take advice from him? 
You you care about his opinion? Or Greg Gutfeld or any of those people? You know, that Greg Gutfeld used to be kind of a funny comedian. But I I feel like uh, they just play to a certain audience. You know what I mean? And and there's there's a handful of people on there that have an idea. They have a brain. They have a clue. You know, uh, the the other are just into sensationalist crapola, and they and they do the same thing the other side does. So I want no sides. I'm not. I don't take sides. I'm on my side. My side is completely different. My side says, "Man, you need a place to sleep tomorrow. You need a place to eat tomorrow. And today, tomorrow, the next day, you survive." That's our side. Our side. We we have to survive every day. Not these twerps on TV. You know. And for the people sitting there being spoon-fed their poop, you know, uh, uh, th- these are the same people. They, they, they also could care less about you. It's just a dollar to them. They're making their money. And they're, they're, they sensationalize all these things. So we need real solutions to real issues, real problems that real people have, not this fantasy world, right? Not the fantasy world, you know? On Fox, the only one I can tolerate, I, you know what? I like Neil Cavuto. I think the guy is pretty balanced. He wasn't one of those Trump ass kissers. He, he uh, kind of just did his own thing. He, you know, he survived a lot of crap and, and you know, goes to his uh, own beat, his own drum. He makes fun of himself too, you know? I mean, you gotta, you gotta have a sense of humor for yourself. You can't take yourself too seriously, but, you know, is he the beat-all, beat-all? No, nobody is. I don't even want to talk about CNN, how ridiculous they are, you know, and uh, MSNBC and, and the whole the whole lot of them. They, they're just the hype. They're the hype, and they approach people who want that hype. They race bait, they hate bait. Where does that get you anyway? You know, where does it get you? So, and you got this, this guy who uh, was a rep, now he got beat. The one Trump backed, uh, Cawthorn, and now he's ranting about dark, dark MAGA and ge- Gentile politics. This, this is the guy that said that they tried to get him uh, into a sex party with drugs and all that. I went to a party. They wanted to have sex and give me drugs. I call that a good host, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> You'd be all pissed off, you know, this, these millennials don't appreciate anything. <laughs> so, yeah, whatever, man. This guy's a psycho. He's a psycho because I just had to listen to him for a couple of minutes and I already know that he's a psycho. Already know. He's very proud to pose with his, his hunting gear. And he's in a wheelchair. You know what I mean? How are you going to go wheeling after some, some kind of deer? You know? <laughs> so get those wheels going. <laughs> get after that deer. Oh, come on, man. I don't know. I don't get into all that stuff. And, uh, and the people that the people that put on a display, it's the display. It's not what they do necessarily. If they go hunting and you're know, feeding your family or something like that, even though it's much cheaper to go to the supermarket, you know, and get some food. But, uh, you know, for the price of ammo and all that, just the price of ammo alone, you buy yourself some nice meat. <laughs> But this this guy is just another another cog in the machine, right? I mean, and, and then here he is spouting off. Nobody cares, dude. Nobody cares. All these people say, oh, this, this, that, and this Trump is doing this and blah, blah, blah. You know what I tell them? I don't care. I don't care. I care about the thickness of my wallet. I care about just getting through life without any kind of freaking serious thing happening. That's what I care about. That's what I care about, man. But we're in a world that puts you in danger. We're in a world where they want, they, oh, they, they want that, man. 
They want people to be in danger. And look how stupid people can get. Dave Chappelle's attacker. Remember that dude? Running at Dave Chappelle with a knife. <laughs> Could have killed his ass. You know, uh, so now he's charged with attempted murder for allegedly stabbing his roommate last year. So this guy, all right, the crazed man accusing of attacking comedian Dave Chappelle on stage during the Los Angeles show earlier this month has been charged with attempted murder for allegedly stabbing his roommate in December. So in December, this guy allegedly stabbed his roommate and he was not in jail. He's not sitting there. He's at Dave Chappelle's show with a knife and charges guy on stage. You know, Isaiah Lee, 23, was busted Thursday in connection to the fight with his roommate at a transitional housing facility on December 2nd. So where they go in, they go out, or they go in jail, or they have some kind of a drug problem, right? Transitional housing. Lee pleaded not guilty to one count of attempted murder over the violent quarrel. The DA's office said the victim identified Lee as his attacker after the suspect gained significant media attention following the onstage confrontation. So he got fingered going after Dave. Say, that's the guy <laughs> who stabbed me. The... Okay, the publicity generated by the attack on Mr. Chappelle helped police solve the crime. Uh, so the incident that occurred at the Hollywood Bowl was a misdemeanor, right? So that's what they charged him with for, for going after Dave Chappelle, a misdemeanor. You know, the guy uh, had a knife, right? And, and let me tell you, that's at least menacing in the first degree. Menacing is when you're going after somebody with a weapon. And it doesn't matter if they get stabbed or not. It doesn't matter, whatever. It matters that you have a weapon in your hand and you're going against that person. And this guy is a famous person on stage. You know, he's got rights, man. He's got rights as a regular old American not to get stabbed by some freak. Uh, so, obviously, there are people who belong to... They need This guy needs to be locked up. And not just for a short time. You know, he's another lunatic. He just needs to be locked up before he goes out and, and gets a rifle and shoots 10 people or does some, something stupid and crazy, right? So, let's see. Uh, Lee was uh, allegedly armed with a fake gun that had a real knife inside at the time. It was like a switchblade gun, so it kind of just clicks open. Uh, the knife clicks open. And using a fake gun in a crime, too, is, is also a felony charge. Shocking video footage of the incident shows Lee allegedly slam Chappelle onto the floor. Uh, let's, let's move Let's move the, the situation. Let's kind of shift it to a bank, right, and a bank manager. And how about this guy runs at the bank manager and tackles him with a knife? You know, uh, do you think he'd be charged with any kind of felony for walking to a bank with a fake gun and, and, and the knife also and attacking somebody? Of course. But look how they, they treat Dave Chappelle. This is California, man. You know, there's if you live there and the crime happens to you by one of these, these psychopaths, don't expect justice. And it's not going to happen. You know, they'll, they'll coddle these criminals. You know, it won't happen. So let's see. Uh, we know that the scuffle happened and whatever. <laughs> Let's see, but this guy's charges were downgraded from to four misdemeanors, including battery, possession of a deadly uh, weapon with intent to assault, which is menacing, uh, but that's also a felony. Unauthorized access to the stage area during a performance and, uh, and commission uh, of an act 
that delays the event and interferes with performer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about he, he uh, had unauthorized access to the stage to commit a, a, a violent offense? Why do you think he had a weapon on him, you know, just to wave around? But he got uh, light charges. He pleaded guilty to those charges. He appeared in Los Angeles County Court where a judge rejected the public defender's bid to have him released. You know, so so look how easy it is. Like how simple. The judge could have been like, yeah, sure. You know, like in New York. In New York, this guy would be back on the streets. That's 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 how bad New York is. You know, but, but this guy's... Uh, <laughs> sitting there on $30,000 bail, and I don't think anybody's going to bail him out. But uh, L.A. City Deputy Attorney Giselle Fernandez uh, said during the hearing that Lee had several prior run-ins with the law, including a battery charge that was reduced to disturbing the peace uh, in San Bernardino. So, but this guy's a criminal. He's a, a repeat criminal. He's he's got uh, the revolving door of justice going on, going in, going out. And at some point, he'll kill somebody. He could have killed Dave Chappelle. Would they would they charge him with murder at that point? You know, and that's the game. It's the system. They don't care about you. They just care about what charge can I get? Can I win? You know, I know people in the system. I know judges. I know. Uh, uh, you know, lawyers and public defenders, and uh, and I know attorney, uh, you know, like like district attorneys and, and ADAs and people like that. It's a game. It's the adversarial game. It's not. It's not a quest of truth. Oh, you would think that a district attorney has uh, an obligation to the community to search for truth. And if someone's before you charged with a crime, these DAs just look at them like somebody I have to find guilty. They don't think, hey. I want to help this guy prove his innocence. If he's innocent, I want to know all the facts. Sometimes they hold back the facts, don't they? You know, sometimes they hold back the facts just to put somebody in jail. That's also part of the system that's broken. It's broken. You know, it, it should be the truth, quest for the truth, scales of justice, right? So, I don't know. Obviously, this guy's mentally ill. And then uh, that's, that's, <laughs> he's out there as a ticking time bomb. Well, we talk about ticking time bombs here all of the time, all of the time. Just like the stock market crashing and burning. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, of course, with all the unrest and all the crazy stuff, we's in trouble. Trouble, trouble. But like I said, if you, if you sink your teeth into it and you fixate it on it, it's going to destroy you, you know? So it, it's something that you really just can't, you can't do it, man. And you have to have a laugh. Let's laugh at Hillary Clinton for a minute, right? All the people saying she was going to go to jail, she never went to jail, and all that stuff. Well, might, might be a window for that right now. So uh, James Baker Burry's Clinton campaign lawyer, Michael Sussman, in a probe. A former FBI official delivered devastating testimony Thursday against former Hillary Clinton campaign lawyer, Michael Sussman, saying he's 100% confident the defendant denied acting on behalf of any particular client when uh, they handed over Hillary Clinton's uh, since-debunked uh, dossier linking Trump to Russia. Isn't that funny? So, I mean, these people fabricated false evidence against somebody who was running for president for the United States of America. 
they they were able to use the FBI and other people. Uh, I can't tell you how many officials came out to defend this this thing. Uh, the head of the CIA and FBI and all these people, you know, Comey was using this thing to get warrants and and get uh, you know uh, uh, like uh, you know rids and warrants for for wiretapping and that type of thing on Trump and Trump's team. So this is as ugly as politics is. It's a normal everyday world in the world of politics with unscrupulous people. So so if you are guilty of obstruction of justice, you go to jail. If you're guilty of fabricating evidence against anybody, you know, to especially to get them in trouble and cause all that, you go to jail. You know, so what's going to happen here? But uh, so there's a lot of them. You know, Hillary Clinton, uh, Clinton's lawyer, is just one of them. And this is this is uh this is going on. It, it's a, a court. It's a hearing. It's John Durham. It's his probe, and he's probed into alleged lawbreaking connection with the FBI and Robert Mueller. The probes on purported Trump uh, ties, Trump Russia ties. So it's just every day they have a new witness who delivers another bomb, you know, against against Hillary's people and all that. You'll see this lawyer. He'll hang himself. <laughs> I'm going to laugh at that, but I'm saying, like, you know, anybody Hillary-related that gets close like this, they find that guy dead. He's even making the face. Look at his picture. This guy walking out. Dude behind him thinking, like, his one to be stuck in some drive-by. That's, that's not their... Uh, that's not their mo. Uh, there's there's dozens of people that died that were connected to her. You know, one guy was was lifting weights and the the weight bar choked him, and it was a weight that he could handle. <laughs> like like there's just things that happen that just happen. Hanging yourself, uh, a six foot two man hanging himself from four feet in the air in a in a cell. Yep, yep. So anyway, I just think that that's kind of a rip. Let's get on something light. Let's get on something light. Let's talk about uh, the first cases of monkeypox hit in New York City, and now the U.S. buys millions of monkeypox vaccines. So, millions and millions, right? All right. Monkeypox is gross. Let me just start, start off saying that. The U.S. has ordered 13 million additional doses of monkeypox vaccine after a Massachusetts man contracted the rare potentially less. So that's Massachusetts. They all found, found it in the city today. <laughs> so uh, the massive $119 million order uh, from, so $119 million bucks from Gyanos Jabs, uh, which can be used to treat both monkeypox virus and smallpox, was created by the biotechnology company Bavarian Nordic. In 2015, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention Food and Drug used uh, Genios as a vaccine for the rare virus monkeypox. Was, you know, but this is the deal. You might get monkeypox. You probably won't get monkeypox, you know. Uh, monkeypox was first discovered in 1958 among a group of monkeys that were kept for research but the first human cases were recorded in 1970, right? And just in case you really want to know, symptoms include fever, headache, body aches, swollen lymph nodes, chills, exhaustion, and in some cases, rashes, especially the big, giant, gross pox that, uh, that flare up and whatever. So this is the deal. I'm not against public health 
and helping people at all, obviously. I'm all for it. I'm against not helping truck drivers and subsidizing them for their fuel, you know, and take them down to reasonable levels and, and have some kind of, uh, uh, you know, relief. We can come up with billions of dollars for the Ukraine, which isn't our, you know, they're not our responsibility, you know. I mean, in the beginning, you know, sure, the fight's interesting and, you know, the, these soldiers are out there with the javelins popping Russian tanks like they're, they're uh, pop tops. I've never seen anything like it. As a matter of fact, <clears throat> from the last two months, you know, we haven't learned much, but what we have learned is that Russia is unbelievably weak. You know, uh, uh, Putin did that. He made them look like how they look. And we also learned that, that uh, Amber Heard poops in the bed. People still can't get over that. You know why? Because it's it's crazy. It's crazy. How do you think she did it, man? You think she squatted like a monkey? You know what I mean? Kind of squatted. You think like laid on her side and... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's a, just another question and the million questions that I have about what a psychopath is. But yeah, man, I Depp ain't much better. <laughs> you know, so I'll tell you this. We haven't, you know, this is what's out there in the news. This is what they're talking about. And, uh, but yeah, Ukraine, here's, here's another 3 billion. Here's this, here's that. That's great. Great. But why can't we subsidize our own truck drivers the people that work for a living the ones who work for a living you know and then that makes life easier for everybody else it lowers prices and plus you get these these american corporations who love to steal they just they look for every kind of situation that we get into disaster and they make it work for them doesn't matter what it is. Ooh, there's a hurricane coming. We have to shut down production of oil. That makes prices go up a whole bunch, right? <clears throat> so it's that. That too. You have you have outright stealing going on. But uh this is the high fuel prices affects everybody. And and like I said, the Ukraine, it, it's not our war. It was done wrong, and it's not our war, you know. I feel for the people there, but I feel for the people in a lot of places too. It, it's it's not our war, you know, but but yeah, we're paying for it. Every which way we're paying for it, right? Anyway, they say it's okay to fly these days. You don't have to wear a mask, you know, and now they want people to wear a mask again. Of course, we're in another COVID surge. I don't know if you guys have seen the numbers doubling, tripling. You know, this government wants to look the other way. They want to look the other way. They, they don't want to admit that it's it's a crisis, that another another crisis. They want to look the other way, and, uh, and people are suffering because of it. They didn't want to look the other way when Trump was in there. Every every person that contracted COVID was his fault, uh, according to them. You know, you saw how they went after him. So you know, people are stupid, but I hope they're not that stupid, and I hope people can really see what what represents them because it's. It's a travesty. It really is. You know, at this point in the game, it's a goddamn tragedy. But anyway, you get on an airplane, okay? Over You overpaid for the ticket because it's expensive with fuel prices these days, you know? Not easy to fly. You get a nice seat, okay? They're narrow. They're small. You got to stuff yourself in there if you're a big person or if you're tall or whatever. So you're in there. It's uncomfortable. Next to you, there is a woman sitting there. 
Okay. During the flight, she takes her underwear off and she starts airing it out in the air in the plane. So, shocking her fellow airplane passengers with a surprise peek at her panties, social media siren and OnlyFans model VVS Diamond is reaching new heights of eye popping popularity with a viral video of herself yanking out a lacy red, uh, I guess, uh, what would you call it? A thong? A little thicker than a thong, thong I guess. And waving it around in the air during a commercial flight. Hmm. So you're sitting there in front of her. It's like something's fishy. <laughs> What's going on? You turn around. There's a woman with her panties whipping them around. Let's see. Uh, she said, what airline am I on? Diamond 27. Cheekily penned in the caption of her underpants post, which pulled in over 2 million views on TikTok. And more than 14,000 likes on Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> and, you know, these numbers, you have to think this, too. Elon Musk, who's buying Twitter, is now questioning how many people are actually part of Twitter. Because it looks like they have millions upon millions of fake accounts. You know, so in a business, you can't lie and pump up your numbers and say this is... This is what we're producing. You know, they use those numbers against their ads to, to, to pitch to these people uh, who advertise on them saying, this is our numbers. This is what you can expect. And then it turns out, like, you know, look at Joe Biden. More than half of the people who follow him on Twitter are fake. So now they have to determine uh, who's fake and get rid of them and, and also readjust what the cost is because that affects the stock. You can't just lie and say, hey, you know, there's, and, you know, uh, we have all these numbers. And they knew that they were there. So anyway, I don't know about this woman getting 2 million views. I, I see a picture of her, and she's pretty pretty skanky and nasty. Uh, and the, the, you know, I'm saying skanky and nasty because of what she's doing. Uh, you know, disgusting. Disgusting, right? Disgusting. And you got to think, what, what's the bottom for 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 humanoids what's the bottom what what level are people willing to sink to to be as as disgusting and as gross as they can be uh you know to and to what base what kind of base is into that you know is into this disgusting person so let's see uh the miami-based bombshell listen listen to how they describe a bombshell she had no bombshell uh Let's see, puts her crimson-colored unmentionables in the air and swing the crotch around. That's beyond disgusting, right? Diamond, whose real name is uh, Shenice, Shenice, told police that she was on a Southwest flight to Chicago for the Exotica Expo, the largest adult love and sex event in the U.S. So that's what she's doing. Normal people on the plane with their children traveling somewhere or just business people or just you going somewhere, you're not going to this sex event most likely. Although if you could send me that address, I'd appreciate it. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's just mind-boggling. The, the selfishness of people. And this is social media. This is, this is what they like. They don't want conservative speech, but they want some bimbo to take her underwear and wave it around up in the air, right? 
She took her panties off during the flight because she spilled alcohol all over herself before boarding. Ah. It was early in the morning. I was super drunk after partying with friends the night before and having a few strong mimosas. So they let her on the plane drunk. I'm sure they could tell that she was drunk. They were probably afraid to say anything to her because she'd call people racist and hate her and you hate women and whatever. I was wearing the panties under a skirt and I spilled liquor on my skirt and it soaked down to my underwear. So I took them off and I held them up. So she had her... her <laughs> Her all-day traveling, fishy, stinky, boozy underwear on an airplane. Uh, and I'm, I see a picture of her holding them up as high as possible, up to, to almost where you get with the baggage in. Man, what a tight spot. With people sitting next to her, all looking down and looking away. And I bet if someone said something to her, she would have went nuts, right? And and uh, punched him out. <laughs> Shinice, who who uh, got her cyber stardom in March, oh my God, with uh, footage of herself strumming out 20th Century Fox's fanfare on guitar with her tongue. Yeah, nice. And uh, she held them up for three minutes while friends recorded the clip. All right, whatever. The three minutes airing out her her stanky her stanky briefs. Uh, the couple next to her asked, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm great. She cackled. <laughs> that couple, they thought she was nuts. You know, just take off your underwear and hold them up, stinky stinky pants up in the air. You, you're nuts. You've got, you're the one who also poop in the bed. She probably pooped right in her seat. You know, she's crazy, right? That's why the couple next to her was like, are, are you okay? I'm great. She said, I need to be myself. I'm a very open person, and I don't have much of a filter. I'm naturally goofy, and I love to make people laugh. And then there were people laughing on the airplane. You know what? It's not funny. It's not amusing. It's not anything like that. It's disgusting and gross and disrespectful to the people around you. Uh, this is another example of what they're pushing on young women in America now, especially that I need to be myself. I'm a very open person, and I don't have much of a filter. These people who go crazy, how many of these Instagram girls have you seen recently stab people, hurt people? Look at the one that killed that guy. And she said it was self-defense. You don't know. You know, you don't know. The cops were there for domestic disputes all the time, saying she was the aggressor. But she stabbed the guy and killed him. And she's out free. She's out running around, posting, keep going, right? So there's, there's got to be a breaking point when it comes to these psychopaths. And this woman's got freaking mental problems, obviously. Obviously, because that's not something, that's not, not having a filter. I don't have much of a filter. I'm naturally, that's not goofy. It's not comedy holding up your gross underwear on an airplane where people are stuck. They're stuck with you, you know? I definitely put the panties back on before the end of my flight. I put them on right in my seat, she added. That's great. They should ban this psycho from, from air travel, you know. Just just somebody that's a ticking time bomb that's going to go off. Because she's going to do that next to the wrong person, and they're not just going to ask if she's okay. They're going to flip out, and it's going to be a war, right? Passengers weren't the only ones shocked, uh, outspoken online. So where, where's, the, where's the flight attendants? 
saying, uh, I'm sorry, ma'am, you can't be a disgusting pig on an airline. It, there's a clause, no, no disgusting pigs. And there's a no pig clause, you know? You gonna, you want to be a pig? Take a greyhound. <laughs> you can be a pig on a greyhound. I don't think greyhound will keep people will care, you know? Maybe. Let's see. Uh, so now she says, now everybody knows Victoria's secrets. Well, that's what somebody else said. That's great. Not on the plane. So one of her, one of her uh, common taters, right? One of her illustrious few that follow. Uh, let's see. Uh, the internet antagonizers failed to see the humor in diamonds on these display. Uh, she's like, why? Why are people out of control? Nothing funny. And she, uh, and she, let's see. And to think she's a mother. Oh my God, she's a mother. <laughs> Uh, scoff the cyber scolder zero respect no stranger to flexing her frillies in march the digital diva outfitted her hourglass hourglass frame the people who wrote this man hourglass i'd say more like a pair and nothing but a thong and body paint yeah whatever that's fine you want to go out and do that and and, and go out and, and and take half pictures taken whatever on an airplane no you know, when everybody's jammed in there, that's the last thing they need. Yeah. Uh, in the name of peace, she and uh, e- she and equally voluptuous gal pal Salsa Pierre, 28, walked hand in hand around South Friday parking lot, donning colors of Russian and Ukrainian flags. Yeah. Yeah. In the name in the name of attention for themselves, getting attention. She she's got problems. And and I, I hate to think any young people are, are looking at that saying, wow, you know, like, I like that. I want to be like that. Whatever. So I'll say poop to that. We got time for another couple stories. Let me see. So, you know, the Black Lives Matter is being uh, criticized these days for buying mansions and, you know, using money for things they're not supposed to be using money for, having parties and that type of thing. So now that they're busted, now that people are coming forward, and uh, and they're going after this co-founder Patrice Colors, right? She, her excuse says, "Well, I'll, I'll just read you the headline." BLM co-founder Patrice Colors said her mistakes with the white guilt money were weaponized against her. So, yes. Black Lives Matter co-founder Patrice Cullors said that when $90 million in white guilt money came pouring into the organization's coffers after the murder of George Floyd, the group had no infrastructure in place to handle the flood of cash. And now the mistakes made are being weaponized against her. They just bought this mansion a few weeks ago, a month ago. So this wasn't in the beginning. This wasn't like, oh, it's my first day and I don't know what to do. And I still have not seen them help any black people to this day. You know, not any. I don't have seen them put, and I look, I do research, man. I look to see where their money goes. When people say that they do something, I look to see what they do, you know? And uh, and it's it's not, it's not uh, won't amaze you that they don't do much. They just talk a good game, but they don't, what they do is, something different let's see so now she says she's a human being that's made mistakes and wants to change wants to challenge those mistakes and wants to learn from those mistakes is what she told the host of msnbc into america podcast and i think what's been hard is feeling like there isn't room for space like that 
the beleaguered former executive director of the Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation also addressed allegations that she had personally benefited from the donations purchasing a home for herself, uh, including a $6 million property in Los Angeles, which included a seven-bedroom mansion, a pool, a soundstage, and a garden. Money corrupts. Money corrupts. You might have good ideas in the beginning, and then all of a sudden you get all this money and they don't know what to do with it. Money corrupts, but that's not an excuse for being a lying sack of crap. Not an excuse. So, And also not an excuse to blame white people, because she did that before. They're just coming. That's what she said about the mansion. They're just coming after us and blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. Uh, this was an investment, she said, not in her personal real estate, but uh, let's see, organizations, real estate. So so a person uh, connected to them bought the mansion for around $3 million 10 days earlier, then sold the mansion for double the amount of money to, to this Black Lives Matter organization. So they're all connected and they all know each other. So in my estimation... From what happened to the three million, because people say, "Well, why was it six million, not three million, when the person bought it for three million ten days earlier?" But it's called laundering money, and making making that money uh, spendable in in your own bank account. It's laundering money, right? Is exactly what that is. So, and that's that's the, it happens just like that, doesn't it? So, caller said that the house was uh, to be used as a media creation space for Black Lives Matter, so as a safe house for activists. Yeah, right. She had nobody there. She had parties there, and that's pretty much it. But she said the organization decided to stay quiet about the true purpose of the mansion out of fear that the right-wing media would jeopardize the safety of those associated with the movement. Oh, my God. So blame it. This, this is the blame game. The minute we shared the information with the public, the right-wing media would do what they always do and all what they always did because the right-wing media doesn't have any sense or care for people's security or safety. I can't even believe that they said that because I've watched uh, left-wing media whip people into a frenzy and go out there and burn down police stations and, and kill, you know, and do all kinds of terrible things. And you don't need a $6 million mansion for your business. To, to edit videos and have, and you should be, oh, why not put it in the middle of Compton? Once you go in the middle of Compton, you want to help black people go into the middle of a black neighborhood and, and open up something there, some kind of safe center for people, some kind of th help for people, help people, right? These guys have over a billion dollars. They have billions. Colors was interviewed and uploaded. So she blames uh, the, the white social media, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> or the leftist extreme. She blames Fox. Isn't Fox like pretty much the only one left? According to the group's last uh, filing with the IRS, Colors paid Turner's company. Oh, here we go. They turn. Let's see. Colors interviewed. Uh, interview was uploaded the same day. It was reported in the post that rapper and entrepreneur Damon Turner, never, uh, the father of her youngest child, was paid almost five times the amount BLM paid to Trayvon Martin Foundation. According to the group's latest filing with the IRS, Colors paid Turner's company $969,459 for production, design, and media services in 2020. That's nice. In addition, $840,000 went to a security company owned by Colors brother. Keep it in the family. So, yeah, money corrupts. Money corrupts. And there you are. You know, so, no, you know what? I'm just going to say no surprise. I'm going to say no surprise because when these guys first got out there, it was all about the corruption. I have never seen them help anybody. 
Never seen them do anything. And if you, you know, sure, give money to some kind of fund, is that going to go to to people, the regular old people being helped? You know, no. It's going to go to the people who run that fund, like the Clinton Foundation or like the Obama Foundation or even John McCain. You know, all the Republicans have their own foundations. That's how they openly steal. They put money in there. They use it for themselves. And they, they justify it with their BS. But this woman wants to blame, uh, you know, the right-wing media for her troubles? Really? They were trying to keep it quiet that they paid six million bucks for a three million dollar mansion. Uh, that that they're, they're, it looks like they're laundering cash, and that needs to be looked into. But they won't look into it. You know why? Because it's California, and the district attorney in California, the state DA in California, the attorney general—they don't care. They don't care. They don't want to go after this person. They'll let him openly lie, cheat, and steal. And who gets hurt is the little man, the little person, the ones that they're supposed to be helping to begin with, and they're not. So that's just part of the hypocrisy of all of them. That's why we took the red pill. Ah, I'm going to see you guys next week, man. Whoo, whoo, there's so much going on. Don't be airing your stinky panties out. Sicky. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> You sicko. Oh, my God. Anyway, I'll see you guys next week on this here show. United Public Radio Network, UPRNTalkRadio.com. Adios.